Okay. Stop me if you've heard this before. Hidden in the English Channel is an island called Piffling. On the island is a village called Piffling Vale. And on the village square is a funeral home. And opposite that is another funeral home. And that's really the problem in a nutshell. Because Eric Chapman is everyone's favourite. He puts the fun in funerals. He helps them all enjoy themselves. And he's a bit of a charmer to boot. Whereas the brother and sister across the square are nobody's favourite people. Nobody likes their funerals. By now, they've got quite used to it. But that doesn't mean they have to like it. Wooden Overcoats by David K. Barnes. Season 3, Episode 1. The Loneliness of the Short-Tempered Rudyard. I'm a writer by trade, the first mouse to pen a Sunday Times bestseller, not once, but twice. But today, I'd paced up and down the length of the skirting board and still I'd come up with nothing. So I decided to take a stroll outside. I scampered across the floor of fun funerals, slipped under the door and made my way to the middle of the square. The sun would be setting shortly. Rudyard would be coming home from a funeral. I'd listen out for what had happened. Humans can be good value. So I settled back against a tree and waited and relaxed. Ah! The end of another ordinary day in Piffling Vale. I have not had the best funeral. Oh, George, eh? In the alley, quick! Look, there he is! Watch me right here! Oh, I do love a good chase in this wonderful Pass me the skip! Getting too old for this. Sir, come on, get those legs spinning. You okay? <coughs> Great, now we haven't got time. Here's a dustbin. I suggest you get comfy. Oh, I am not hiding in that. He'll be around here somewhere. Tear out his tonsils! Okay, get the lid off. Get the lid off. <coughs> Sir, shut it. Hey, fellas! He went that way! Thanks, Georgie! <sighs> you know, people can be so difficult. Oh, wait, they're coming back. <laughs> Georgie, would you like to go and have some strawberries? Yeah. I would, thanks, Georgie. Whilst Rudyard hid in a rubbish bin and considered how life had brought him there, floating high in the skies above him was a large hot-air balloon. 
Within its basket stood two people without a care in the world between them, the infamous Lady Vivian Templar and Rudyard's funereal foe, Eric Chapman. Ah, oh, this was such a wonderful idea, Chappers, just to get away from it all for an hour or two. Ah, I know. Just look at that sky. Mm, and the birds. And the clouds. And the setting sun. Another day. Another night. Aubergine. Thank you. You know, it feels like simply ages since we've been truly alone together, don't you think? Simply ages. All those council meetings. All those funerals. And never any time for us. There should be time for us, Eric. There should be time. Had we but world enough and time, this coyness and whatever the rest is. Moving. More shampoos, chappers? I shouldn't. It goes straight to my head. I say, does it really? The most popular person on Piffling. The best man for a mile around. How do you do it, chappers? I just do what I can. Oh, you give me shivers when you stare into nothing like that. To friends. And perchance to more than friends. <sighs> hmm. Eric? Mm-hmm? Can you do me a funeral for nothing? Sorry? A funeral. Could I get it, you know, free? Gratis. On the house. Oh. Um, why? My aunts died. Hmm. Don't ask me which one. It's so hard to keep count. But they all asked if I knew you. And I do. So I'm asking because they're very excited, do you see? I see. So how about it? Quick funeral, no charge, just between ourselves. It'll get you exposure. Uh, well, uh, I'd rather not. What? I mean, it wouldn't be fair, would it, to my other clients? <laughs> no, but then they don't have what we have, do they? Uh, no, I suppose not, but it's just... I can't. Sorry. It wouldn't be right. You do understand, don't you? Oh, yes. I understand. Yes, I understand you. Perfectly. Don't you worry. I get it. You see, I understand. You don't need to repeat it. <laughs> there we are. Say no more. That's it. <laughs> I've got your number. Loud and clear, enough said, no more to be done. There's no answer to that, and that's all there is to it, isn't there? Blood under the bridge. You want jam on that? Would that I could. Thin. Oh, I wish you'd stop talking about it, actually. Good. Well, um, shall I pour you some more champagne? What about the mayor? What about the mayor? You told him you'd do his funeral for nothing, didn't you? How did you know that? Because he's always telling us how much he's looking forward to it. Well, I... I was new. I was settling in, and he is the mayor. Oh, so I'm not important enough for you. That's not it. I can't offer you more than you've already got. Perhaps if you joined the Chapman's Members Club. I should say I'm a pretty regular member of the Chapman Members Club, wouldn't oh, you? Blimey, look. We can do the funeral, but I couldn't give you any preferential treatment. No, no, you're popular, you're powerful. Whatever could I do for you? Vivian. Perhaps I should take my business elsewhere. 
After all, you're not the only funeral home on the island, are you? You? You surely can't mean... I surely can. In fact, that's really not a bad idea. I think I'll pop along and see them this instant. But, but at least let me land them. No, don't try to stop me. Hand me that parachute. I really think you should reconsider. Ta-da, chappers. I'm sorry things didn't work out. Oh, stop it. I know you're bluffing me. You'd never go through with it. I know you wouldn't. No, you know it all, don't you? Yes. Well, I hope that gives you comfort when I'm gone. Bye. Vivian, wait. What will I do without you? Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Vivian! Vivian! As Eric watched his date drifting down towards the village, Rudyard emerged from hiding and slunk into fun funerals to close up for the night. Antigone? Rudyard? By Christ, why do you smell like that? I have been in a bin. For half an hour. Why? Because some people can't accept constructive criticism. You've been chased by an angry mob more times than I care to remember, and it's beginning to make you look bad. I merely suggested that now her husband was dead, the widow might want to lay off the drinking. She'd had half a glass of wine by the time I stopped her. It was ridiculous. Oh, God. At that rate, she wasn't going to remember anything. Maybe she didn't want to remember anything. What's the point of a good funeral if you can't remember it? It's a complete joke out of an entire profession. You just don't understand people at all, do you? People are not complex. They either attack you or they don't. I tried to get her family to agree with me about the drinking, but of course they were all on her side, setting a terrible example, and, and I told, told them, them so. so. Her father made certain remarks, which turned into vows. Vows. I'll get you if it's the last thing I do, and that sort of thing. And then I began running, so he began running, and they all began running. They should thank me. Why? I've given them some exercise. Now look here. <laughs> Mr. Beamish... Uh, no, uh, actually, uh, I don't live here, so don't come looking for me. In fact, this isn't even me talking. It's a machine. Leave your message after the... That should fox him. Right. Time to close up, I think. Oh, it's been a long day. Where's Georgie? Right here. Hot water's all round. Oh, wonderful. I needed this. Ow. It's hot. Uh, hello? Lady Templar? Um, can I come in? If only you could, but no, we're closed. Yes, you can. Please come in. All right, then. What do you want? Now, I want you to engage your services for a funeral, but if you're not interested, I can just as easily get... <laughs> no, 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 of course we're interested. Come on in, come on in. Georgie, help the nice lady out of her parachute. I'm great at helping ladies out of parachutes. Forgive my reticence, Lady Templar. It's been a most trying evening. You're not alone there. I bet you've not been sitting in a bin for half an hour. No. <laughs> my sister does say some things, Lady Templar. Such a pity she can't stay long. Yes, I can. I live here. Why don't you move? You before me. Over my dead body. <clears throat> okay, guys. Client. Yes. So, you'd like to book a funeral with us? I'd certainly like to book a funeral with someone. <laughs> but seriously, you'd like to book your funeral with us rather than, say, uh, somewhere else. What makes you think I'd want to go somewhere else? Excuse me? 
Yes? Evening, Rudyard. Is uh, Lady Templar in there with you? Yes, she is. Oh, well... I'm so sorry, Lady Templar. You were saying... Wait a second. What's going on? Nothing's going on. What are you talking about? Just you being in here and Eric outside kind of seems like something's going on. Is this a wind-up? No, it's not a wind-up. One of my aunts has died and... <laughs> I need a funeral. Ah, yes, emotional. I've seen people like this before. It happens when someone dies. Oh, shut up, Roger. <laughs> Georgie, get her a chair. We don't have one. Then clear some space on the counter. <laughs> Would you like to sit on the counter, Lady Templar? No. No. <laughs> I shall be strong. Uh, then perhaps I could ask you a few easy questions, like, um, what was your aunt's name? The dead one? Yes. I... <laughs> I don't know! Oh, um, uh, uh, perhaps you'd like to come back tomorrow and we can make arrangements then? No, don't let her leave. She'll go back to Chapman. I will not be doing business with Eric Chapman, because Eric Chapman is a louse. Well, yes, I've always thought so. Quite frankly, I'd book a funeral with anyone who isn't Eric Chapman. That's certainly unish. And so I should be delighted to book a service with fun funerals instead of Chapman's. And you can tell everyone, for all I care, especially Eric's friends. <laughs> I mean, well, does he have any friends? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he doesn't really. He, um, he actually told me once... On the Ferris wheel. I didn't know he had a Ferris wheel. We do now. He had it built for us. Stop it, Vivian. Stop it, Vivian. What? I shall be back here, bright and early, tomorrow morning. And remember, tell your friends. We haven't got any of those either. Georgie! Ta-ta! Oh, uh, hello, Vivian. Good night, Mr Chapman. Oh, yes. Understood. Um, good night, everyone. Enjoy the... Mm. That was peculiar. Nothing peculiar about it. She's a woman of intelligence and she understands quality. Yes, which means she hates you. And yet she's still booking a funeral with us. Now, if everybody else could overlook how much they hate me, we'd really be in business. She is one of the most influential people on the island... If we do this properly, we might finally regain some respect around here. I was almost beginning to give up hope. We just had to stick to our guns. I still think something's going on, sir. Don't be paranoid. It's been a brilliant day's work. Oh, time to celebrate with some hot water. Mm. Oh, yuck. It's gone cold. To my surprise... Lady Templar kept her word, and the next morning saw Piffling's leading socialite being given an exclusive tour of Antigone's mortuary. You know, I rarely allow any visitors down here except for me. This is really quite... Look out, watch your step. You wouldn't want to fall and break your neck, though if you did, this is the best place for it. That's a joke I tell myself. You don't have to do that. Right. And that's the last step. Now I'll remove your blindfold for you... Sorry about that, by the way. It's just so you can't tell anyone how you got here. I went down a flight of steps. I'll have to drug them next time. What? So, this is a mortuary. I wanted to show you the care and commitment we put into our work. And by our work, I mean my work. It's no one else's work. So that you know your body will be in safe hands. Don't touch anything. Oh, I wasn't going to. Good, I wouldn't like it. Now, over here is Mrs. Sangfroyd. She died of a ruptured stomach, as you can see. 
How fascinating. Is it? Oh, it was quite a tricky job, this one. She's oozing everywhere. Mm. But you can be sure she'll look good as new by the time I'm done with her. How nice. Can I go now? Even more intriguing is Mr Prendick over here. Because if we don't get the body quickly enough, it begins expanding. And it takes quite a long time for it to stop. Oh, dear God. Mr Belly in particular. Just put your hand on that. Here, I'll help you. Firm, isn't it? Very firm. Yes. Don't be too sure. The slightest bit of pressure and he'd explode. We shouldn't be doing this at all, really. I want to go home. You have to make an incision and let the air go out. It's just like a balloon. (laughs) Do you like balloons? Father wouldn't let me have any. Please let me go. There's really nothing that I can't handle. Some of the bodies don't even have a head. And that's when I have to get creative. (laughs) I must apologise for my sister, Lady Templar. She's still getting used to the concept of people. Look, go away. I'm trying to impress her. I want respect. I want prestige. I want people to know I exist. I said don't touch anything. (laughs) Nobody wants to see this. But it's interesting. There, there, Lady Templar. Just get your breath back. Lean on something. There you go. Antigone. I told her not to touch things. It's basic health and safety. Come along, Lady Templar. Let's get up the stairs and out into the light. I thought we might go and choose the flowers for the funeral. You like flowers, don't you? It's all over me. That's the spirit. Lovely, fresh flowers. Nothing too expensive. Have you left your bracelet, Mr. Brendan? Damn, I forgot to give her a business card. Rudyard took the traumatised Lady Templar for a visit to Piffling's foremost florist, Petunia Bloom. This was a bit of a gamble, as he'd previously driven Petunia to a near breakdown through excessive haggling. But he was sure she wouldn't hold that against him. Petunia, please. Go on, go on. Get away from me. Go, go, shoot, shoot, shoot. You only want the flowers. One step closer and I'll stick these thistles up your trellis. You hear me, you time-wasting maniac. (laughs) Do excuse her, Lady Templar. She's a bit of a card. (laughs) Shoot. Petunia. Petunia. Let's try and settle this like civilised adults. (laughs) Stop, stop this. Stop. Sure can pick them, Vivian. Why, hello there. Crikey, it's a war zone around here. What happened? Well, Rudyard... Oh, that makes sense. Looking after you well, are they? Yes. Good. They're dedicated. Yes, they are. Very. I saw their mortuary this morning. Blimey. You are privileged. What's it like? Oh, you know. Dead bodies and stuff. Hmm. Well... So long as you're happy with them. Yes. Listen, I can't keep doing this. Doing what? There's still time to call it off. I'd be happy to take on your aunt's funeral. You know that. Oh, you're sure of yourself, aren't you? Hang on a second. Petunia, how are things? Mr Chapman, is that you? Oh, my, what must you think of me? All this fracas. I'm sure anyone would have done the same. Hey, 
It's just people like that Rudyard over there. Look at him. They make me go quite potty, Mr Chapman. All I want to do is an honest day's business. Yeah, of course you do. Roses are red, violets are blue, at the junior plumes, they're one for two. Oh, don't all rush to me at once. I want a Christmas tree. No, you don't, darling. It's spring. I am an individual. Shut up! I don't suppose I could have a batch of lilies from you this morning and a couple of white roses? Of course you can. Here, take them with my compliments. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't dream of not paying for them. Oh, isn't he a gentleman, Viv? Quite. And, uh, could I get anything for you, Lady Templar? No. Oh. Really? Mr Fun! Mr Fun, stop shaking behind that spiegel tent and come here. Uh, yes, yes. Right away. Sorry. Not bleeding? Yes, you are. Ms Bloom, I want you to sell this man a selection of your best roses, peonies and night-scented stock, because he will be conducting the funeral that I refuse to grant to this conceited, overconfident lizard. Oh, my. Uh, uh... The flowers, Ms Bloom. As you like it. Here you go, Mr Fun. Oh, finally. A little service around here. Shut, shut up. Furthermore, Mr Fun... I should like to discuss the service with you tonight. At the Yacht Club. Over dinner. What? Oh. Gosh, well... Uh, Eight o'clock. Don't be late, will you? No. At fun funerals, we get the me and the Yacht Club in the evening on time. Rest assured. Astounding. Petunia, can I have some peonies, too? I don't think so, Mr Chapman. I'm not sure what you've been doing to upset Viv like that, but whatever it is, we don't allow it around here. Wait, what? A junior? <laughs> uh, how'd you like that? Very much as it happens. See you around, Chapman. Not if I see you first, Rudyard. This sounded vaguely threatening, and I scurried after Rudyard to warn him. However, a dinner invitation from one of Piffling's most influential residents had made him confident, and by the evening, when he was dressing for dinner, he was in no mood to listen to anybody about anything. It's a trap! It's not a trap, it's dinner. Food in a trap. It's called bait, you idiot. That's the cheese and you're the mouse. Apologise to Madeline. Where's my bow tie? There you go. Oh, how sad. The clips come off. Got some blue tack. Brilliant! It doesn't make any sense, Rudyard. You must see that. I don't see why not. She doesn't like you. I knew that in the womb. I meant Lady Templar. She's never liked you before. You must admit, it is a bit strange. You're fending off a botanic assault from Petunia Bloom, and suddenly Lady Templar's inviting you to dinner. It's called Cause and Effect. Look it up. Do you think these sleeves are too long? Yeah. I'll cut the cuffs off. Thank you, Georgie. Look, it's a simple case of a client wanting to discuss a funeral with her local undertaker over a three-course meal. It happens all the time. Are you sure this isn't a tax scam? Yes. I mean, it could be. We haven't seen a body yet. She's right. Where is it? We'll get it when we need it. Don't be impatient. You've got other bodies to work on. I want a new one. No. Maybe she's stalling for time. Was Eric there when she made her invitation? Yes, and you should have seen the look on his face. Was it like this? <laughs> oh, oh, no, it wasn't. But that's a good one, too. Wait, you think Lady Templar's trying to antagonise Chapman by doing business with us? Just gets better and better. Well, if she's gaming the system, it doesn't. 
She could be attacking Eric's pride, holding out for a discount. So she never intended to let us do the funeral. I knew it. Hey, it's just a theory. But it fits all the facts. No, it doesn't. She's going with us because she wants the better service. <laughs> come on. What do you mean? I mean, come on. Time to get you off to dinner. No, don't go. You're being set up. It'll all end in tears. Look, stop it. All of you. I've added up to here with your gloom, your doom and your pessimism. I'm proud of what we achieve here and you should be too. And why, may I ask, is it so hard to believe that somebody might actually want to spend an evening in my company over dinner in a public place? Because it's you. Well, thank you, Antigone. Thank you very much. No offence. Lots taken. If you'll excuse me, I shall leave whilst I have a shred of dignity intact. Good night. Trousers! Here you go, sir. Thank you. I must admit to feeling sorry for the poor man, being confronted with fully justified scepticism. So I tagged along with him to the yacht club, where he was shown outside to a table overlooking the bay. Lady Templar was waiting for him. Your seat, monsieur. Ah, merci, Beaujolais. Would monsieur like to order a drink? Yes. How hot does your water get here? Oh, he'll have the Dom Perignon with me. I don't drink. You will now. Thank you. Oui, madame. <clears throat> Why was the waitress looking at you like that? Like what? She was scowling. Ah, oh, my sister got banned from here. These sorts of places can hold the most ludicrous grudges. <laughs> Why was she banned? Accessory to murder. Can we eat that bread? Enjoy. I must say, it's an honour to be invited here tonight. Yes, I'm sure it is. Too many of our clients don't take the time to socialise with their undertakers. After all, we've got feelings too. Mm, exceptional. Yes. And the fact that such a person, mm, mm, like yourself, choosing fun funerals when you might prefer to... Well, may I say, we look forward to organising a brisk and efficient funeral for you in the days ahead. Yep, yep, can't wait. Lady Templar. Are you looking for somebody? Me? Oh, no. No, 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 of course, no. Oh, there he is. Vivian. Oh, quick, say something funny. I don't think I can. What? <laughs> that is so, so pithy. <laughs> I'm just having a wonderful evening. Well, this bread has been baked to perfection. Oh, hello, you two. Chapman. Balcony table. Nice one. Pleasant evening. Oh, it's much more than that, isn't it, Rodgers? I can't imagine how, but if you say so, yes. You're Dom Perignon, madame? Oh, thank you. And we'll have quills, eggs, lobster, and millionaire shortbread. With diamonds! Splashing out, I see. Well, I've got something to celebrate, haven't I? Your aunt's death? No. <laughs> I meant doing things differently. Taking the alternative option. Great. I might order some bubbly, too. Oh, then why don't you join us for a spell? I'm sure Rudders won't mind. Yes, I will. I can't, really. I've got my own guest waiting. But oh, then call her over, why don't you? Fair enough. Sid, we're over here. Right with you, Eric boy. Wait, what's happening? Sorry, I didn't say. I'm dining with Sid Marlowe tonight, talking over some adverts in Piffling Matters, you know. Oh, it just so happens you're here with a journalist. Yes, though I can't imagine there's a story here, can you? I'm really looking forward to those quail's eggs. I watched from behind a mustard jar as the three were joined by Sidney Marlowe, waving his pint of lager with intense excitement. Oi, oi, Eric. 
If you don't like poisson, they've also got fish. Good evening, Mr. Marlowe. Ah, what's your Templar? And Rudyard? God, blimey. Here, I hope we're not interrupting anything. <laughs> yes, we're having dinner. Say no more, son, say no more. <laughs> oh, stop nudging me. Hang about. How come you two are having dinner together? There must be a story here. I can smell it. Yorkwell's eggs. Oh, that's what it was. I'll be off then. Oh, no, Mr Marlowe, please sit down. I wish to make a statement for your newspaper. Are you sure about this? Is this a scoop? Please say it is. I'm dying for one of them. Petunia will be proper chuffed with me. Excuse me, Miss Scoffman. Oh, yes, yes, what? We have a message for you. Oh, thank you. Rudyard, yeah. if you get this note, it means you're still at the restaurant and I was wrong. <laughs> you can do this. Signed, Antigone. P.S. If you muck this up, I won't even know where to begin, but for Oh, in the name of... <clears throat> ah. Lady Templar. About the funeral. Oh, there's plenty of time for that after my interview. Mr Chapman, Mr Marlowe, do sit down. Real. Go on, budge up, Rudyard. Ow. Right. Let me get this down on the napkin. <clears throat> Further to the passing of an aunt of mine, who shall remain nameless, I have decided to arrange her funeral for next Monday with fun funerals. Next Monday with Chapman's. Got it. No, I said fun funerals. <laughs> God, sorry. <laughs> Let's try again. Monday with Chapman's. There, my mistake. Mr Marlowe, I'm not booking my funeral with Chapman's. Ain't you? But it says so on the napkin. Yes, be that as it may, I am not booking with Chapman's. So who are you booking with then? That would be me. You? Yes. So do you work for Chapman's now? No, I'm still where I always have been. But that would mean she's booking with fun funerals? Yes. But nearly everyone books with Chapman's, don't they? Well, she hasn't. No, 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 no. Wait a sec. You, Lady Templar, are booking a funeral with him? Rudyard Fun of Fun Funerals? Instead of him, Eric Chapman of Chapman's. Is that right? Yes. OK, right. But it says on the napkin... Don't forget the napkin! Listen to my voice. Hmm? I am booking with fun funerals. OK, let's say you're right, and I'm not saying you are. Oh, my God! I need to ask you... Here, can I have a quail's egg? Yes. Cheers. Why didn't you just... God, they're horrible. Try one. No, thank you. OK, I'll have yours then. Now, why didn't you ask Eric to do it for you? No offence, Rudyard. Well, Mr Marlowe, Sydney, it's simply that she I... She did. You did? What a twist! I... I... Well, yes. So What? It's called shopping around. It's simply that I'm not able to meet her requirements. And fun funerals is. I find that hard to believe. Uh, no offence, Rudyard. Yep, sure. Now, I know that people have said some very unkind things about fun funerals in the past. Mm, including you, many times. Yes, yes. I filled a page in the Piffling Matters Christmas Annual with the things you said against fun funerals. Yes, yes, the point is that I've reconsidered the hasty words I may or may not have said in the past. I mean, here's the annual. No, I don't want it! And I now... Believe that Fun Funerals offers a unique service, yes, that has a great deal of um, charm, <laughs> and that the teams there do not deserve to be written off entirely. 
Thank you, Lady Templar. That's so kind. Nah, not buying it. No offence, Rudyard. But she just Hang said... Oh, I know. Are you bluffing? Is this a bluff? You're bluffing, ain't you? I think it's a bluff. Is it a bluff? It's not a bluff. It is a bluff. It is not a bluff. It is a bluff. 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 I wouldn't need to bluff. You just give me a bloody freebie. What? What? You mean all this is because you expected a free funeral from Eric Chapman? Lady Templar. Oh, don't you look at me like that. I am broke. You hear me? Flat out broke. And that fat should leave this table. Lillian, if you'd simply told me that, Oh, then... shut it, you smug git! Let me tell you, Mr Marlowe, Eric Chapman is a preening egomaniac. Now, wait a minute. I don't think anyone's come out of this looking good. Oh, except me, maybe. Is there anything the matter at this table? No, go away! Actually, could I get some cheese for Madeline? Who's Madeline? Yes, madame. There's a mouse on our table. Oh, I shall kill it with my bare hands, madame. No, she's a friend! Your friend is a mouse? Yes, and sometimes she does our accounts. Oh, that's it! I've had it out to here with all of you. But Vivian... But nothing. I'm not hiring fun funerals, and I'm not hiring you. I shall be taking my business to Jersey. Oh, but nobody's ever been there and lived. Yes, yes, they have. Actually, and I'll get a better deal there, too. And as for you, Eric, well, it was nice while it lasted. I see. Right. Sid, if you want me, I'll be in the bar. The rest of you, enjoy it. Oh, good night. Oh, Eric, wait a tick. Stop right there, Mr Marlowe. You're not taking this story anywhere. I am a journalist, Lady Templar. And I cannot allow you to impede a story in the public interest. You can have this bread if you burn the napkin. I'm doing it. Hey! <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. Oi, Eric, grabs on me. Oof, a ghastly end to a ghastly evening. God! I hope I've still got that cheesecake in the fridge. Lady Templar, were you really just using us? Good night, you bizarre little man. Your lobster, monsieur, and your shortbread, and your cheese. Would you like the bill now or later? The bill? I'll bring it later. Enjoy your meal. But... Madeline, I... What happened? Like his sister before him, Rudyard was banned from the yacht club, having refused to sell their house to pay for a meal that nobody wanted. An hour later, we quietly arrived back home and Rudyard broke the news. Well, how'd it go? Uh, we lost the client. She was stringing us along. Just like you all said. I knew it. I knew it was too good to be true. <gasps> I let you into my mortuary. Oh, it's unclean, unclean. Antigone. Oh, sorry. I am sorry, Rajad. There'll be other clients. We're not beaten yet. Are we? You should get some sleep. Good 
Hey. Georgie, what are you still doing here? You should have gone home hours ago. Nah, thought I'd wait around, see how you got on. You knew it would end badly, didn't you? I still hoped it wouldn't. You okay? I wish... I wish we could be taken seriously. Well, give it time, sir. See you tomorrow. What is it, Madeline? A millionaire's shortbread. Didn't see you sneak that out. I'd love to. I'll get us some plates. And so we ate some shortbread together. And, to be honest, it was really quite nice. The Loneliness of the Short-Tempered Rudyard was written by David K. Barnes and was performed by Felix Trench as Rudyard, Beth Eyre as Antigone, Tom Crowley as Eric, Kira Baxendale as Georgie, Katrina Knox as Lady Templar, Sarah Tom as Petunia Bloom, Paul Putner as Sid Marlowe, Holly Campbell as Tanya, and Belinda Lang as Madeline, with additional voices by Holly Campbell and Pip Gladwin. Original music composed by James Whittle. The programme was recorded at the Art Space Studios and was produced and directed by Andy Goddard and John Wakefield. Hi everyone here, it's John and Andy on the production team of Wooden Overcoats. Hello! Uh, obviously, we're back for season three, which is very exciting. I really hope you enjoyed the first episode. We are massively proud of this series, uh, which is going to be running for the next seven weeks. Eight episodes uh, coming onto your podcast feed. Every Thursday. But the other thing to tell you about is that we have the Wooden Overcoats live shows, which are now at King's Place near King's Cross. And they are happening from tomorrow, if you're listening on the day of the broadcast, that's the 23rd, until the 6th of April every other week. Uh, you can find out more information about that on uh, woodenovercoats.com slash listings. And they're absolutely fantastic shows because not only do you hear uh, a show that's gone out on the feed already perform live, but you also get to hear uh, the next episode that nobody else in the world has yet heard. So it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic event. Anyway, thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode. We hope you enjoy the rest of the series and thank you so much for funding it. Again, it's uh, just such a privilege to make these things for you. It is. We, we still can't believe the generosity of all of you around the world. And we hope you enjoy yourselves. The show. <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> you see what we did there? It's planned. 